This is the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network presenting the Take It Easy Sports Show. Presented by All.net. Another week. Well, actually, I should start this out by saying the regular season has officially ended for high school football. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show. My name is Zach Alvara. Somewhere to my either left or right is Eric Newman. He's the other half of the Take It Easy Show, and we are very excited to uh, be back for yet another episode. And Eric, we have a lot to talk about because we've got volleyball champions that have been crowned. And more importantly, actually, not even more importantly, I shouldn't say, but just in general, we have football playoffs coming up. We will jump into the rankings. We'll jump into some of the matchups. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna leave the open division for next week because those teams are off. We'll mention what teams obviously are in and everything, but for the most part, we're just gonna be talking about this week's games. Eric, how are you doing? Just to start things off, I'm good. Episode sixty nine of the show. Can't believe we've gotten this far. Um, it's yep. nice to be part of it. It's very nice. Um, I knew you were gonna say something. Um, what do you mean? No, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> throwing me off there, Eric. You you were busy this weekend, man. You had NAU football, correct? Yes. Okay, you had NAU football. I know you were at a basketball just yesterday, right? Yeah. So I want to ask you really quick because obviously I've covered some ASU things and all that, but what's it like, or what has it been like, I guess, for you throughout this entire season trying to navigate football and, you know, obviously NAU high school football and NAU. Well, there's also, you know, until last week, it was uh, volleyball and cross country and everything, too. The answer is I've been crazy busy. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, coming up football, this is the last week of the season for NAU. Uh, yeah. It might be depending on whether Coconino wins. Um, it might be my last week of high school football um, in terms of just local coverage for Flagstaff. But, you know, it's just been it's about planning it out knowing what games are coming up, but you know, high school basketball starts up soon. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be very busy with soccer as well. Yeah. Um, I don't have a good answer for you other than just <laughs> kind of hustling, doing what I well, can. The the main reason for me asking that question was, are you glad that it's kind of almost over? <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I would be glad it'd be cool to be covering playoffs and stuff yeah. like that, uh, for NAU football. Yeah. But you know, it, it does free up. It's one less thing. Like tomorrow I'm going to NAU football practice and, you know, that's a pretty traditional, they have their Wednesday morning um, is usually the day they allow media at games or at mm -hmm. practice. And so um, it frees up Wednesday mornings in a way that I hadn't, I haven't had for two or three months, however long yeah. it's been 11 games <laughs> with an off week. So yeah. Um, yeah, basically about three months I've been going every Wednesday. So you know, that's time. I'm sure I'll be going, I'll switch it with NAU basketball or some other yeah. practice or something like that. It's not as if I'm just going to sit around those days, but yeah. Um, yes, it's been, it's been quite busy, Yeah, but it's what I, I feel like. it. I mean, we've both been crazy busy. Of course. Um, so if you are watching our live show, obviously you have the ability to log into your Facebook account and leave comments that way. Um, or you can send me a DM or Eric a DM on Twitter, whatever you want to do. If you have any comments, questions, whatever, mm -hmm. especially when we get into the rankings, I'm sure people are going to 
maybe want to chime in. Uh, one of them comes from Jacob Saliga right now. Believe it or not, this is the first live show for y'all that Eric is on the left instead of the right. It really is easy tonight. Yes, Jacob. I actually, right when we were about to go on, I switched us. So that way it really was the right way or take it easy and not Z or whatever. So, um, yeah, it only took me like, what, four live shows to get that part right? So, I mean, hey, look, we're, we're evolving. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um all right eric really quick so i spent man how long was i there i got there around 12 15 12 30 ish and i was there until about 9 30 i spent about nine almost 10 hours um covering volleyball this past saturday um of course when i got in so i had obviously the right the the bracket show from eight to ten had to write a story um, and then I was going to try to make it out to uh, Veterans Memorial Coliseum, which is where all the volleyball championships were, 2A through 6A, for mm -hmm. the 2A game because Chandler Prep was playing Phoenix Country Day. Um, I get in my car, and I literally have three warning signs that all three out of the four of my, of my tires are low on air. So I was like, okay, How'd that whatever. Um, I think the weather changed. Yeah. So I go to Discount Tire. It's right down the street from my house. I wait in line for 45 minutes. Yeah, insane. So needless to say, I did not see the 2A game or 2A match, I should say, volleyball. Um, but Phoenix Country Day did pretty much dominate. Um, the number two seed beat number one Chandler Prep, 25-7, 25-20, 25-22. So looks like Chandler Prep got a little bit stronger in those, uh, those last two uh, matches or uh, sets, I should say. Um, but... You know, Phoenix Country Day just was the better team in there. The game that I started with for the day was the 3A state championship between number one Snowflake and number two Valley Christian. 25-21, 25-21, in favor of the Trojans. They were dominant. Yeah, they've been that's a team that's been uh, I covered last year when they they yeah. fell to Northwest Christian in the final. They've been knocking on the door for several years, and yes. that Northwest Christian team was really a dynasty. I think they won yes. three or four championships in a row. So good on Valley Christian for finally getting over that hump. Yeah, senior Kara Braun was incredible in that match. I, I know I sent out a video of the um, – it took me like 25 minutes to load that tweet, by the way, because – uh, there's still not very good Wi-Fi at VNC, it's so it's going to be a lot so of fun bad. when the when they have all the basketball championships there. Uh, and I you remember, get, and you get no service. Ago, yep, two years ago I covered. It was two or three. I can't remember exactly, but I covered Peoria against South Point Catholic boys for yeah. a championships. I think it was two years ago, and uh, it was I, they went to overtime, and there was like big baskets, and I was trying to tweet them out. And it's like they find the game was already over and it had already finished. And I'm trying to tweet out videos that happen so in regulation. Bad. I'm like, what are we doing here? So um, bad. And I get it. it. It was built in a time that people weren't tweeting out things from Suns games and whatever was going on. But yeah. um, you can tell just going in that place, you're like, oh, man, this is <laughs> this is old. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the NFHS network had to run or the cameras that were doing it. They had to run like 200 foot Ethernet cables up to the camera. Right. Right. And I almost told Seth, we'll just give the media the the Ethernet cable because NFHS never works even with Internet. So <laughs> what's the big deal? Um, that's a that's a waste of eleven dollars every month uh, for a championship. I don't I actually really don't feel bad for saying that either, to be completely honest. Um, 
for a championship. Notre Dame prep, the number one seed, took on number two, Canaan Del Oro. There's a theme here when it came, comes to number one, number two seeds, by the way. Um, Notre Dame prep, once again, a dominant performance from a team. So 25-10, 25-20, 25-12, and a 3-0 sweep of Canaan Del Oro. Notre Dame prep was very close, I believe. Last year, I think they lost in the title game or in the semifinals, one of those two. Um, that team was pretty emotional, but at the same time, it was, I mean, they're a very, very good program. Notre Dame um, prep was the best team in 4A all season. Yes. Um, yes. They were dominant. They they absolutely were just, they deserved that championship. They, they yeah. lost in the final last year, um, regrouped, and kind of took it to everyone this season. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to the Saints. Congratulations on your championship. Uh, 5A. Man, Eric, I, when I tell you that there's a theme here um, with dominant performances, Horizon was incredible against number two Millennium. That Millennium team is super young, too. I think they had at least several. I mean, it, out of the six stars, I think like three or four of them were sophomores, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Horizon won 25-15, 25-14, Millennium really never had a chance to kind of get going because – after every point horizon would answer with like two or three so it was like i mean that horizon team again a team that was they came in with a chip on their shoulder because they lost in the quarterfinals a year ago to cactus shadows they redeemed themselves against cactus shadows in the semifinals and they carried on that momentum into the championship um and you know head coach valerie valerie mckenzie has been there literally since like 1980 and I'm not crazy. even I'm not just saying that. She literally said I started in 1980. So incredible for her. I think this is her second or third championship or something like that. Uh the last one came, I believe, in like 2000 and I could be wrong on this, like six, I think she said. I can't remember exactly. But um, needless to say, uh, she was very emotional <laughs> after. And, you know, of course, you know, me being me, I had to go, you know, why are you why were you crying after that moment? And she just said that. You know, last year it was so heartbreaking because they felt like they were going to win the title. They felt like they were the best team. And this year they felt the same way and they were able to actually win it this time. So, mm-hmm. um, again, shout out to the Horizon Huskies. Um, so far, all teams that I went to see that I saw in person that are my coverage area won titles. Yeah. So I had to write five different game stories. No, four. Sorry, four, which was fine, except for the fact that it took me longer to upload them than it did to write them. That's it. Yeah. Uh, in the 6A nightcap. So this game started at seven o'clock at, at uh, Arizona Veterans Memorial Coliseum. Um, Hamilton, the two seed, took on Sandra Day O'Connor, the one seed. I remember Jacob Saliga saying something about this game. I think he said O'Connor was going to sweep Hamilton or beat Hamilton easily or something like that. Well, Jacob, you were wrong, as usual. Uh, three to one in favor of the Huskies. 26-24, a great set there. 25-22, another strong one. Uh, Sandra Day O'Connor did get the third set 27, 25, and then Hamilton ended up winning 25, 20, the last set. Um, they're going at it in the chat right now. I don't know what's going on. I'll have to catch up with that. Um, but the Huskies repeat as state champions. Um, you know, they, the firepower on Hamilton's team, Jordan Middleton, a USC volleyball commit, um, Micah, I can't remember how do you, Grinowitz. Micah Grinowitz uh, is a Alabama commit. I heard several roll tides in the stands when, <laughs> when, when the game was going on. Yeah, uh, Those two are just, I, I feel like if it wasn't uh, Demaya Tate at the net getting blocks for points, it was one of them two getting kills. I mean, they were absolutely 
incredible. Hamilton's Center, that great yeah. every single year. Yes. That Chan, the whole Chandler district in terms of volleyball. Crazy. We've seen Basha win a title. We've seen Harry win titles. Yep. Um, there, two years I ago, mean, Basha. Yeah, two years ago. And yeah. I don't know if Perry won last year, but I know they've won. Uh, Hamilton Hamilton beat Perry for the championship. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Ham- Perry's always right there. Yep. But in terms of uh, Chandler district, and then Perry's won uh, beach volleyball titles as well. Yeah. But um, And then even in that whole e- district. Even outside the district, though, but it's still in Chandler Valley Christian, like I already mentioned. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's just, yeah, that whole area um, is just, they're so, I mean, crazy how much talent there is and the boys um, too are absolutely yeah they uh they yep. didn't not last year but in terms of you know history and recent history chandler yep. boys have been incredible as well and their head coach is it bob? robbie robson robbie robson yes that's right okay that was bobby robson yeah robbie Either way, robert he could go by right. robbie or bob that's true. i don't know that's true um yeah no he and he used to coach the girls team too mm-hmm. so yeah doing a little uh little bit of both there which is awesome um so that leaves us with only football left eric Mm -hmm. before we get into the final rankings of what they were what what did you see out there because you had a rivalry game just like i did what did you see out there at uh at flag coco so it was it was close at first um obviously there's some jitters going in coconino needed it they knew they needed to win if they were going to make playoffs um Flagstaff kind of knew it was out regardless of a win or loss, um, but they wanted to to finish five and five, five hundred record, and then you know be the spoiler to their um, to the rival. But they just Coconino came out great defensively, so did Flagstaff, and it was zero zero at the end of the first quarter. But then from there, uh, Coconino's run game just really took off. Um, they had a touchdown pass from Enoch Watson to Andy Ruiz. And it was the first touchdown pass they've thrown in several, several weeks since like one of the few uh, first weeks of the season. They're just not a a throwing team that much. Um, But that kind of lit a fire under them. And, you know, they hung out. They hung in there the rest of the way. Flagstaff got one big play from running back Marcus Salcedo in his last game um, to it was like 50 something yard touchdown. But other than that, it was um, it was Coganino all the way. And they ended up getting rewarded with the 13 seed. Um, they're going to a tough Glendale team now, but um, they they earned they earned their spot, and they were pretty happy about it. And you will be in the valley for the first time in how long? Like two weeks. I was oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> I was there two weeks ago to go uh, to see <laughs> Northland Preps uh, soccer championship game. I was expecting like <laughs> yeah, like three months before that. Before that, it had been a really long time. Um, I feel before then, I think it had been before that game. It had been since June when I came to a flight club. I th- really, I thought you yeah. were still, I thought you were still moving a little bit. I was, but that's what I was saying is like uh, around that time I was still doing the moving stuff. Got um, it. So since then. Yeah. 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 On you're on Jacob's uh, side of town over there. So sort of uh, Glendale's giant. When you think about yeah. it, like, goes like way north and yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's this weird formation that like yes technically but if you if you talk about just like mountain ridge to glendale high school it's like a 25 minute drive that's true yeah even in the same city yeah so all right um going back through some of these comments because i think they had to do with football so uh cody asked when i'm going to fight jacob i already said i don't want to fight jacob 
Um, but I do have a helmet right above me, so we can do Oklahoma drills. Um, Cody said NDP is playing damn good football right now. Yes, they are. Uh, Jacob said NDP volleyball team after they dropped a set to DV earlier in the postseason just rolled. Absolutely. Cody, when we were talking about Horizon Volleyball, I thought we were talking about Horizon Football. Uh, he said Coach Litton is the man before saying, LOL, this isn't football, and then I'll see myself out. Bye, um, Cody. And then Jacob said, Cody making Eric-level comments in the chat right now. That wasn't really Eric-level comments. I would say Eric would have made them just more weird and awkward. No offense. Um, Cody just flat out was kind of dumb in that aspect of things just now. Um I pay so, attention. I just say strange yeah, things. Yeah, like Eric at least knows what's going on. So um, at least I pretend to. So do I sometimes, though. Yeah. Um, all right, Eric. So what do you want to start with? You want to start with the final rankings for four A through six A, or do you want to go right into the three A semifinals? We've got. This Tell week. me about the Tukey Bowl first. Oh, I forgot about that. My bad. Uh, Tukey Bowl. So uh, one more fans than last year obviously because last year was like a couple hundred um but honestly i think there were more fans than the year prior even i think they announced like just under four thousand paid attendance which i know if you were at like chandler hamilton that's that's like a fourth of what was actually there at the game probably that one but for the two bowl it's pretty good these two teams are on the rise they're coming back they both are in the playoffs which we'll get into in a second um but it was one of those things eric remember uh the no, you weren't there for the state track and field last year, right? Mm -hmm. You weren't there. So, but you've been to games where people have had to park in the neighborhood at Desert. Oh, of course. Because, yeah. The the, yeah. the first Tukey Bowl I ever went to in 2018. Yeah, um, that was a good one. Was, yeah, I got there. I was, you know, I usually try to get to a game about 30, 45 yeah. minutes early, a little bit more when it's college, but uh, 30, 45 minutes is usually around when I get there. And I yeah. got there that time and I had to park five blocks away something like yeah. that which yeah, i had never so, had to do but see and that I, was becoming I, more of a thing yeah and i got there at 5 30 i want to make sure i really got a parking spot um but they were also doing senior night so i want to make sure i got pictures of that and stuff of like course. that but but um no but people were having to go into the into the neighborhoods which i think was a good sign because it showed that i mean desert Vista's parking lot is not small so no, it's big it's very yeah big. it's very big so it's a good thing that you have people having to go all the way to the neighborhood in order to actually park for a game because it shows that more people are showing up so that's a good thing yeah. um the action so desert vista actually struck first scored uh devin grubbs uh back from six weeks off basically from a shoulder injury that required surgery has a plate in there um he came back scored a touchdown first uh, i believe it was desert Vista's like first drive of the game uh gave them an early seven nothing lead Mountain Point answered immediately, drove all the way down the field. Amir Williams tied it up 7-7. From there, it was, I believe, a Desert Vista fumble, which then led to Chris Arvizo finding Isaiah Ice Robinson for like a 60-yard touchdown. And then an interception, like right after that, um, by Mountain Point as well. So that led to an Amir Boyd, uh, like 60, 54, 48 yards, something like that, touchdown as well. So like that within i literally remember writing the story within a matter of like less than a minute of game time off the clock mountain point went up by two scores less than a minute i honestly thought it was over i thought to myself there's no way that mountain point is going to let up this lead right right desert yeah. Vista comes right back and scores uh i believe it was devin grubbs again i remember because i actually because he he asked me um when I went after his first one, he said, 
He said, you see that? I'm back. And I said, yeah, I just forgot to record it. And he was upset. So the second one I made sure to record, I remember walking by him and he's like, did you get that one? I said, yes. So he's gotten he plenty of touchdowns in his life. I, you would think I, that that one in particular, I, would, you, you but can, you can probably go through my videos on Twitter and most of them would probably be Devin Grubb's touchdowns. Yeah, if you hit the um, media tab on your Twitter, you've got at least 15 in your history, yes, at least 15 yeah. different Devin Grubb's touchdown pass or touchdown runs. And you've Which, probably got about yeah. the same as with Tyson too. Probably. Honestly, which I know people are going to say, oh, well, that's because he only covers Desert Vista. No, it's because it's your job. It's my job. Um, but anyway, and I also actually, score a lot. I'm actually not covering Desert Vista this week. So all you haters, whatever. Um, so right before half desert, or, yeah, Devin goes in 21-14 at halftime, right? Mountain Point. Mountain Point's getting the ball back. So again, I thought, okay, Mountain Point's going to drive down the field. They're going to score. Um, but Desert Vista's defense forces a fumble on like the second play and uh, Braxton Thomas, who, by the way, is going to be something special. Um, only a sophomore right now, a quarterback. He ties it up and then both defenses just went to work. I mean, it got, it got to the point where Desert Vista tried a potential like 50 yard game winning field goal, fell a little bit short overtime. And then Braxton Thomas, nine-yard run from the 10. Devin Grubbs capped it off with a one-yard pass. And then and eventually Antonio Delgado got the game-winning sack on fourth down for Desert Vista. So it was a phenomenal game. Um, it was basically right on par with other games. I know uh, my freelancer, Chris Farendorf, he was at Valley Christian versus Round or, uh, River Valley. And that was a really good game out there. Yeah. Um, I had my intern, uh, Jake Hedeby. He was over at Chandler Hamilton. Obviously, we know how that one turned out. Um, so really just a great night of football, basically all across the East Valley. Um, and I'm sure there were other great games, too, on Jacob's side of town. Um, so, you know, it, it was it was a good way to cap off the regular season. What did Jacob say here? When I went to Sunrise Liberty, I got there at 545 and the line was backed up all the way to the intersection at Deer Valley. Eric knows yeah, how far rough. that is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, far that's, is basically. I mean, did you did you see sense. videos of the of the Hamilton Chandler crowd? Yeah, I, I saw a little bit. I was at the dome. It's insane. Um, which Wi-Fi on the field at the at the Sky Dome isn't always the greatest. So I had a, I had a trouble pulling up some stuff, but for the most part, it was yeah. I saw a few things. I mean, it was. I remember. I think it was from the Sports Three Hundred and Sixty account. They tweeted that like the game was about to begin or had already started, and there were still like more than three hundred people in line. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's insane. Um, it was it was similar to um, that with the the Flagstaff Coganino game as well. Yeah, um, because so they don't do the normal, you know, all the gates open like they do for a um, for a college game. So it was one line, and everybody, all the thousands of people that were coming in, all had to stand in one line. I got there like about an hour early for that one, and obviously, like. You know, I can just kind of walk in because I've got my yeah. media pass. But I'm like, if I didn't have this, I'd probably get in maybe at the middle of the first quarter or something like that. Wow. Um, it was it was weird. That's so that, I mean, honestly, like it kind of sounds like bad saying this, but like that's why I'm so thankful to have the media pass. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Just front of the line for everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so nice. With the um, amount of games we go to, though, we deserve it. Like that's true. Well, uh, I yeah, wanna, I, I don't want to spend I, all this time standing in line. Well, and like, I, I mean, I showed you guys my book, I think, on Friday that I used for my stats. I printed off 30 pages for that book. Um, <laughs> so 
Yeah, I mean, it was. I think your your audio is messing up there a little bit. Can you hear me better now? There we go. It's a little bit better now. You're loud, but you're fine. Um, gotta love live shows. Yeah, um, that's right. So, but yeah, no, I went to. That means I, I literally covered 15 games and took stats at 15 games. I know I've done more than that because there was at least three or four games I did not take stats at. So yeah, just in the regular ju- season, that's just yeah. football and just football. Yeah. So it was, it was a, it was a definitely a busy year. Um, all right, Eric. So my question from before, do you want to jump into three, a semifinals? You want to go over the rankings really quick and brackets, I should say. Let's go over the brackets right on. We'll start with the four, a bracket. So if you guys have not seen this yet, obviously azpreps365.com. Um, eventually I can, figure out how to share my screen. I'm just, I don't really trust trying to make it work right now. Um, Going from the top to the bottom, number one is Post and Butte hosting number 16, Northwest Christian. Northwest Christian is a team that kind of snuck in there. I think they got a win in in week 10 and they were able to sneak Mm -hmm. in. They beat Um, Peoria, which was a good That's who it was. Yep. Uh, Number eight, Prescott. Oh, it was week nine then, right? Or week 10. They had a last week. week. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, Number eight, Prescott hosts number nine, Bradshaw Mountain. Number that's five, Lake Havis. It is a big one. Number, yeah, those are two. Those are two. It's rivals. It? It's like yeah. a fifteen-minute drive away from each other. Yeah. Um, two best teams in the in the yeah. Florida Grand Canyon region this season get to get to match up again. Not so much of a close drive with this one. Number five, Lake Havasu, is hosting number twelve, Canyon Del Oro from Tucson. It's about as long as it gets. That's basically covering almost the entire state. Yeah. Um, a game that you already mentioned, number four, uh, Glendale's hosting number 13, Coconino. Eric will be in the Valley for that one for the first time in so long. Um, <laughs> number three, Mesquite is hosting number 14, Benjamin Franklin. Mesquite is one of those teams that people kind of forgot about after that Cactus loss in the first yeah. week of the season. You can't ever count Scott Hare out or Andrew Morris. And that, that loss doesn't even mean anything now because everybody nope. lost like that to Cactus. If anything, that loss might have helped them because Cactus is number Probably four in the opener strength right now. of schedule. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, let's see. Uh, Peoria beat Northwest Christian 30 to 29. Northwest Christian beat Greenway, who was in the playoff. That's what it was. It was a Greenway win. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what I thought. Okay, cool. Thank you, Jacob. They took they overtook Peoria in the rankings, yeah. though. To yeah. That last spot. Yeah. Jacob is turning into like a, a mini Chris Eaton, and I love it. Um, number six, Apache Junction is hosting number 11, Lee Williams. Uh, good for the Digos family, man. Um, you know, the Apache Junction earning a home playoff game. I think it's great for them, especially after not having a season last year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, number seven, Buckeyes hosting number 10, St. Mary's. And number two, Casa Grande is hosting number 15, Deer Valley. Eric, looking at these at this bracket right now, who are your, I guess, give me, give me your favorite and then a sleeper team. I think that, um, you know, just the way Post and Butte has played this season, they probably are the favorite. Yeah, but I'm going to contradict myself a little bit because I think whoever wins that Bradshaw Mountain Prescott game, um, which I think will end up being Bradshaw Mountain because they beat them earlier in the season and just been on a tear. I think Bradshaw Mountain's going to give them a game. Their defense okay. is really, really good, um, yeah. and they just they try to get up a score or two and just sit on the ball and milk the clock. Um, okay. and if they're able to get an early lead, I think they have a chance. So that's a sleeper team. I I really like the Glendale squad. Um, yeah. They've got two 1,000-yard rushers in their quarterback and running back. They, wow. I mean, it's hard to say that a four seed is a dark horse, but yeah. um, they're solid. I think they could. I think they could make a run. Here's my pick for the favorite. I'm picking Angel Flores and Casa Grande. 
Yeah, it's a solid pick. Um, I think that offense might be near impossible to stop unless sure. your name is ALA Queen Creek and Cactus. Um, but there's a reason those two are not in the 4A conference playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think Dark Horse, again, I'm going to kind of go your route. Dark Horse, quote unquote. I mean, Mesquite can't really be a Dark Horse, but you can never count them out. Yeah. So that's kind of... That's, I mean, I think those, them and Post and Butte are by far the, the three strongest teams remaining in 4A. Um, but with that being said, obviously, if Cactus and ALA Queen Creek were in the 4A playoffs, that'd be a totally different story. Um, yeah. But for what we have now, I do think it's those three teams and then kind of like maybe a step down with the rest of the field. Um, sure. Granted, uh, Owens is a dog for Glendale, one of the better 4A players from Jacob. Glendale, go prove me wrong. Go prove me basically make me say that you guys are now in that top tier as well. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that Glendale squad, by the way. Um, when I, when there's a big man touchdown, his, their coaches started replying to my Twitter and I said, they gotta, you know, you gotta give your boys some love, give the big men some love, let them run the rock. So I really, um, I really like the the squad yeah. of coaches over there. They're really good. Yeah. Dudes. Really good dudes. So I'm happy for them that they're in the playoffs, especially after a few years ago when nine and one, they're like number 16. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and we're not going to get into formula talk on this because I know Jacob's league will go crazy. Um, looking at the 5A bracket, number one is Horizon. Just barely, barely, barely missed out on the open division. Uh, the Huskies are hosting number 16, Cactus Shadows. Uh, number eight, Verado hosts number nine, Sienega. That's another far drive for that Tucson squad. Uh, number five, Sunrise Mountains hosting number 12, Campo Verde, who has kind of been hot as of late. Uh, mm-hmm. Number four, Desert Mountain, especially when they've gotten... Um, healthy number four desert mountain is hosting number 13 ironwood ridge number three desert edge hosting number 14 canyon view number six desert view out of tucson is hosting number 11 millennium uh number seven notre dame prep who cody mentioned earlier is playing very good football right now uh hosting number 10 apollo who's been kind of one of those teams that i mean we saw them play horizon but like that's not i mean horizon's just really good this year but apollo's been very good as well yeah adam Um, muhammad is one of the underrated phenomenal phenomenal uh number really good athlete yeah, number two, South Point Catholic. Uh, the first time in what three years now, two years now, they're not in the open division. Uh, mm-hmm. Number two, They've been seed in every hosting. open until yeah, this one. Um, number two seed hosting uh, number fifteen, Sunny Slope. So, uh, same thing, Eric. I'm gonna go first this time. My favorite, I think, obviously Horizon. You really can't take anything away from the Huskies. They are that good of a team. I think South Point Catholic though can give them a run for their money. The dark horse, in my opinion, though. Desert Mountain, number four. Kind of the same thing again. Is that really a dark horse if they're that highly ranked? I don't know. But the job that Conrad Hamilton has done with that program in two years, three years now, isn't is insane. Um, and that's a fantastic coaching staff. You know that coaching staff because they were over at Mountain Point before. Coach Zoe. Um, I like I said, Coach Hamilton. I mean, such good dudes, and I'm really happy that they are seeing so much success up there at Desert Mountain. It's been a while. It's been a while since they've been this highly ranked in the playoffs. I think the last time was when Kyle Allen was there. So um, Jacob just is teasing now. The game I will be at is a 5A game. So there you go. I think he's going back to – I bet I can guess it. He might be going to see – He's going to South Point. He's making the drive down. No, it might – I think he said earlier he's going to go to the Canyon View game. I could be wrong. I, or the, so or that's, the a, that's a good one. Um, yeah. Nick Garrett's has that squad in the in the playoffs for the first time ever, taking yeah. on a Desert Edge team. That if I had to pick one, that's a that's one of the favorites I think as mm-hmm. well. Um, just their their offensive firepower with some some defensive playmakers. I like them. Um, I think that you can't 
count out South Point Catholic, obviously. Yeah. Um, you know, the Borgay is incredible. He's he's led them on some great drives all season. I mean, for the yeah. last three years, they've been great. Um, a dark horse, I think. I don't know if I would pick them to win the whole thing, but I think Sunrise Mountain, um, the number five seed, is a, is a team to look yeah. out for. I think that's I mean, where Jacob's going to be. I think that's yeah, where Jacob's going to be. So. Uh, that is a that's a big one. I think Campo Verde is going to give them a game, but Sun, yeah. Sunrise Mountain's the defending five A champion. Um, they've got some really good players over there. Coach Decker does a great job, and I uh, I think that they are they're going to be a tough out. Isn't that the rematch of the semifinals from last year? Yes. Yeah. So I thought, um, and obviously you have we mentioned obviously Canyon View at number fourteen, um, Desert Edge at number three. Desert Edge is obviously going to be one of the favorites for this tournament. Um, so, I mean, there's really not much to say about Desert Edge. They have a fantastic quarterback. They have a fantastic offensive line. They have fantastic They're athletes. They're just a good team. Um, they lost to Cactus, who just happened to be one of the better teams in the state this year. There you go. Um, moving on to – actually, I should I already gave mine. Never mind. Just kidding. Uh, moving on to the 6A Conference. Number one is Highland. Again, a team that I have – said several times should be in the open division uh taking on number 16 mountain point so mountain point after that loss to desert vista in overtime dropped from 12 to 16 almost out of the playoffs um number it's and on the other side of it desert vista who was number 11 in the tukey bowl jumped all the way to number eight is now hosting castillo at number nine um that's crazy for the thunder they were 0 and six last year and now they're hosting a playoff game uh, number five, Brophy Prep is hosting number 12, Desert Ridge. Number four, Red Mountain is hosting number 13, Centennial. Number three, Williamsfield num- versus number 14, Boulder Creek. Uh, number six, Mountain View Mesa. I don't even know why I said Mesa. Mountain View is hosting number 11, Mountain Ridge. Um, number seven, Sandra Day O'Connor is hosting number 10, Pinnacle. And number two, Chaparral is hosting number 15, Perry. Eric, I'm not going to get into the whole... I guess the last like three or four seeds of the six, a bracket, because one, I think you and I are kind of on the same page with that, but I know for a fact that we'd have a tired argument. We would have some crying in the comment section. Um, And yes, Jacob, that is directed at you. Um, So we're not really going to get into that that much. Uh, What we are going to get into though, is who's the favorite. Like we have done. Who's your dark horse. And then for these ones, what game, if you weren't going to, Coco and Glendale, would you want to go see the most out of that out of that bracket? I think I hate to be I told you guy, um, but at the beginning of the season, if you want to go back and listen, I predicted Highland against Chaparral in the in the six A final, and I still think that's going to be the case. Um, okay. I think that I would be very surprised if either of those teams is to is to fall off. But that being said, Pinnacle against Sandra Day O'Connor, the winner of that, the winner of that is going to play against a Chaparral team they're they're familiar with. Um, those teams have played a lot in in recent seasons. Pinnacle and Chaparral and Sandra Day and Chaparral have playoff history against each other. Um, I think that whoever wins that seven ten game between Pinnacle and Sandra Day is a is a dark horse. I also like um, I like Brophy Prep at five. Um, mm. they, they've had some really, really, really big wins this season. They've kind of been hit and miss, but, yeah. um, I think they, it, at the right time with the amount of talent on their team, they could beat anybody if the game goes their way. Yeah. 
I still think to this very day that if Mountain Point does not beat Brophy, Mountain Point's not in the playoffs right now. I think Mountain Point. I think Mountain Point's in the playoffs because they beat Brophy and because Brophy had a good season. Mm -hmm. I really think so. So Pride should be thanking the Broncos. Um, For me personally, um, let's be honest: the favorite is going to be Highland. Um, That's an open division team that is playing in the six A conference playoffs. Yeah. Now, Eric, to my counter argument to your Highland Chaparral prediction, if you go all the way back, I predicted Highland versus Williamsfield. I still think that's going to happen. Yeah. That could because be. that's because that's a one versus three if it does happen. And if Williamsfield is healthy, that's a hard team to stop. Yeah, absolutely. A very hard team to stop. Um, on the flip side of it, you mentioned the O'Connor Pinnacle game. Pinnacle at number 10, obviously, people are mad about. But if Pinnacle is healthy with Deuce Robinson, that's a hard team to stop. Yeah, oh, 100%. So, um, that's going to be, that, that is going to be a really fun matchup up there. Um, I'm surprised Jacob's not going to that one. Um, I think another one that's going to be actually a very good game is going to be Desert Vista Castile. Yeah. Believe it or not, I think they actually match up pretty well together too. Yeah. Um, especially the way that Desert Vista's defense played in the Tukey bowl. If they continue to play like that, then I think they can match up pretty well with Castile. Um, I actually wouldn't be surprised if Desert Vista gets a W and goes to the quarterfinals. I wouldn't and then, either. I and then with the that, home team. Yeah. Um, and then with that being said, then you have a couple different storylines. One, if Mountain Point pulls off the upset against Mount against Highland, I honestly don't think that's going to happen. But no, that's a that's then, a big that's a tall task. But if it does happen, then you get a Tuki Bowl times two or a version two, I should say. Um, if it doesn't happen, then you have Devin Grubbs versus the team that knocked him out for six weeks. Yeah. Which. Devin might well Highland's defense is so good, but Devin's gonna try his very hardest to absolutely go off in that game. Um, mm-hmm. I know how Devin is. I saw Chili kind of make a face because I think he knows how Devin is as well. Um, you know who Devin is. He he wants that game bad. Um, he's got to get past Castile first with his yeah, team. that's not an easy task. That's the no. thing. Castile's a very good program. So that's going to be a fun one. Uh, the game that I'm looking forward to the most, I will say, mostly because I haven't seen them yet, and I tried for like two weeks in a row, but things happened where I couldn't go. Uh, I'm excited to see Red Mountain finally. Uh, Red Mountain is playing against a Centennial team that I think, obviously, the Red Mountain's going to win that game. But I'm excited to see this Red Mountain team in person for the first time. Um, the job that Mike Peterson has done over there as head coach has been outstanding. And... I haven't seen Jacoby Lane in two years. And last time I saw him, he made a one-handed grab against Mountain View as a freshman. I wouldn't, so. I wouldn't say it'll be easy against Centennial, though. It I won't. think they'll win. No. But Centennial, yeah. even at number 13, is is a program with a lot of history and really well coached. Yes. Um, I would be yep. I'd be surprised if that's not a close game. But I I, yeah. I like you. I think Red Mountain will, will pull it out. But yeah. Um, yeah. And Jacob just said that Centennial got their QB back this past week. So that could change things, obviously. Um, Eric, really quick, we'll go over the open division rankings. Everyone has seen them by now. Um, And we won't really spend too much time on this. We can do that next week because obviously they don't play this week. Um, Number one, Hamilton, obviously knocking off Chandler. The two flip-flopped. So that's that. Uh, Number eight is ALA Queen Creek. So ALA Queen Creek... um, Welcome to the open division. Welcome here's the number to the open. Here's here's the number 12 team in the country that is already taking down the number 10 team and number 7 team. Um there you go. Welcome. 
Uh, I know ALA Cream Creek is going to try to rise up to the challenge. Have um, fun with Russell and Nico, among many others. You can't even just limit it to those two. <laughs> That's what I said. Among any many others, have, there's, there's too have fun many. with have fun with Nico. Have fun with Russell. Have fun with 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 Deuce. I should say I, he doesn't like going by Russell. I call him Deuce. Have fun with Deuce. Have fun with um, Chandler Davis. Have fun with Dawson Hubbard. Have fun with Christian Anaya. Yeah, you get my point. Michael Masunas, yep. I didn't even mention. Like, have fun, man. Goodness. Really, Queen like- Creek is Logan Hubler, though. I think. Uh, look, Hamilton's going to win this game. I would be. This would be as big of an upset as we've seen in a really, really, really yeah. long time if ALA Queen Creek would win that game. Yeah, but. That doesn't that doesn't take away from the fact that they are a really solid squad. It's just Hamilton's great. Yeah, uh, for lack of a better term. So I'm going to bring Chile on in just one second after we get through this because I actually have a question now that you said that. Um, but going back down uh, the bracket, uh, number four is Cactus. They play number five Saguaro. Now Cactus jumped Saguaro last week of the season. I'm not sure how that happened, um, but um, yeah. So Cactus is hosting an open division playoff game that game might be one of the better ones i mean there's only four games but that game i think is going to be phenomenal um you know to be honest now that i'm kind of looking at it there might only be one blowout and it might be hamilton ala queen creek might be the only actual like blowout yeah um, i can see that because saguaro cactus i think will be close honestly uh liberty bash is going to be probably the best game out of the four Mm-hmm. And then you have Queen Creek and Chandler, who Queen Creek actually, I mean, led by Travis Sherman. I love the job that Travis Sherman is doing. Um, his his kids over there always play super hard. He he stepped back up and took the head coaching job after Joe Germain went to Mountain View. I, one of my favorite all-time – I know I sound like Sandy. Love you, Sandy. Um, I, one of my favorite, favorite coaches out there, man. And he actually messaged me, Eric, and, um, on Twitter randomly this week, and he actually did say, like, hey, love love what you and Eric are doing. So shout-out to you, Travis Sherman. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, and obviously, you know, enjoy the the week of practice and off week on fr- – our off day on Friday. And then, uh, you know, good luck next week too because, so you know, if, you're, you're if- fantastic. Of the eight teams that have reached the Open, um, mm-hmm. I think Queen Creek is the one that gets talked about the least. Um, 100%. In, in terms of storylines, because obviously the two 4A teams that made it up are stories yeah. in and of themselves. Liberty had a great uh, playoffs last year, almost beat Chandler. Yeah. Um, and then obviously Saguaro and the and the uh, the other two Chandler teams with Hamilton and Chandler are, you know, stalwarts and, and Basha too. Yeah. Um, Yep. They all got they're all they all got their due. And I think Queen Creek is a team that um, you know, Chandler's gonna be the favorite, but Queen yeah. Creek deserves a lot of praise for what they did this season. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Um, all right, time to bring on Chili. Nope, oh, I gotta move myself. I can't have you above me. Uh what's going on, Chili? Uh, you know, nothing, just uh getting back from a little bit of travel, uh hanging out, uh stuff like that. Uh Leia heard your voice, so she uh was in here for a second, but now she's right playing on. with the bark box toys. So nice. Okay. Right on. I like it. Um, Chili, before we let you uh, preview your two-piece, um, the question I wanted to ask, because the, it kind of, the ALA Queen Creek at number eight kind of reminds me a little bit about Corona del Sol last year. Which team, but I'm I'm going to put you on the spot. Which Who wins, ALA Queen Creek this year or Corona last year? If they played each other. Shoot, I mean... <clears throat> ALA Queen Creek this year or Corona last year. Yeah. Um, 
I think Corona had a lot of experience last year, mm-hmm. and that's part of what allowed them to go like undefeated. I mean, because yeah. they had they had Basha on their schedule, right? Didn't they have Basha on their schedule and like Mountain View and stuff like that? They didn't have Basha. I don't think. I know they did have Basha. They beat Basha. Yeah, because yeah. they they rearranged the divisions, right? Yeah, they beat Basha. They beat Mountain View. They actually they think, weren't they the ones that knocked Mountain View out of the playoffs, or was that Basha? I think they knocked Mountain View out of the playoffs. Okay. It was a combination of those two games. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean it's tough, right? I mean I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to kind of like lean towards Corona. I would give Corona the slight edge uh, mm-hmm. from last year's team. Uh, I mean they they were. They were solid. They had they had a lot of experience. Like I said, yeah. uh, you know, they had the uh, Jake Schmidt kid, the the kid that was playing some linebacker and stuff like that, some tight end, the hybrid kid. Yeah. Uh, they had uh, Anil Velasquez who broke out on the scene, big time uh, running back, uh, now currently over at Chandler doing the running mm-hmm. back. Um, I mean, it, I shoot, I I, I, w- I would lean towards Corona del Sol, but but what I will say is that. Um, Coach Hall and Coach Detmer, dude, this is easily one of the smartest pure football coaching staffs in the Valley. Yeah. So, like, versus versus a Corona team, I don't know. Maybe they would put Logan Logan Hubler in some positions to try to sneak out with that W. I mean, you know, that's a solid player. That, yeah, dude, he's so good. I mean, they're they're not gonna they're not gonna just let him get like embarrassed. They're gonna make sure that they find a way to put him in positions uh, mm-hmm. to succeed. So I, I, I don't know, man. I'm Versus last year's Corona team, I, I'll lean towards Corona, but give me Corona and a pick them just because uh, when it – look, man, this is not – no disrespect, no shade. Um, coaching brain pans is just a little bit different. And Coach Hall and Coach Detmer, they've done some things at some different levels. Yeah. Um, if we don't – if we don't um, – acknowledge that then we're not doing the right thing it's close yeah. i mean J- jacob for once is right you know i'm gonna agree with jacob yeah. for the first time ever yeah they're both open teams they've got yeah. to be solid yeah absolutely um all right chili really quick before we let you preview your two piece which is coming up here in just a few minutes actually uh yeah. what game are you planning to head to this week Shoot, I have no idea. You know, I've been talking to people uh, a little bit uh, throughout the day about this. Uh, there's that Mountain View, Mountain Ridge game that really intrigues me. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I really want to see Brendan Anderson get loose. And, yeah. uh, you know, I want to see uh, Jack Germain, you know, one of one of my uh, highly rated uh, 2024 kids, uh, super talented quarterback over there at Mountain View. I want to see what he can do. Um, also, you know, uh, what is it? It's uh, Castile Desert Vista. Yep. Um, that game, I, I haven't seen either of those teams. And I do want to watch uh, – I do want to watch Devin uh, play his senior year. Um, I, he, he might be able to extend this another week, so we'll see. Um, and then the other game that really, out of all of them, that really uh, has my interest is uh, Desert Ridge versus Brophy. Um, I kind of want to see that game. I want to see how that game is going to go. I want to see uh, yeah. KJ Minifield, uh, Keon Turner. I want to see uh, Lance Holtzclaw. I want to see Ben Morrison and Zach Swanson. Um you know, Elijah Warner. So. Here's here's the thing, Chili, is if you don't see Desert Vista the first week, even if they move on, are you gonna are you gonna forego seeing an open division game to go watch that one? I that's tough. I, I I would probably say no, but look, man, um the first round of the open, I know everybody wants to, you know, go to those games and stuff, and they're gonna be highly populated with media and stuff, but like Hamilton versus ALA Queen Creek, I think 
look, I think we all kind of have an idea of what's going to happen there. I mean, am I right? I mean, oh yeah, hundred percent. I th- I think the only game that has that what Cactus Saguaro. I mean, that game's interesting. Liberty uh, Bash is solid. Liberty Basha, you know, could be a good game. I mean, but I think they're all kind of in terms of like competitiveness. I think I think it's all going to be the same. I mean, if Desert, who would Desert Vista get in the second round? Highland, Highland most likely. I mean, dude, that that's a that's a good game. Yeah, it's a good game. no, and that's the thing is that the open yeah. is the open. Highland is an open team. Is. I don't care what anybody says. Highland is yeah. an open team. Yeah, so like, yeah, absolutely. And also the. You know the open is the open is a, a top level, but it doesn't mean that the the six A and five A and four A playoffs don't hold any water as as important either. For the second round, I think for sure for the second round, I, I, yeah. I think it's like somewhat uh, not comparable. I mean, will will those open games be a little bit more, I guess, competitive? Sure, but I mean, dude, Highland Desert Vista, I could be a game. I mean, in terms of close games, you'll probably get more yeah. in, the, in the second round of the conference playoffs. Yep. Hey, I'm not trying to be a homer or anything like that, but if Highland runs the bill up on every team in the playoffs, I am not mad at them. I hope they come out playing angry, and I hope the Daily Show is, man, I, I hope that they have, they give everybody problems because, yeah. man, they they deserve to be in there. They deserve to be in there. I'm a, I saw everybody barking at you, Zach, about like, Oh, they they had their three game audition. Hey, any other team in the state go through that same three game audition? Let me know how y'all limp out of see, it. See if there's any that are even close, dude. There's so there's so many things I want to say, but like, it was like, nah, I, never mind. You realize you're in front of a microphone on a podcast. That's exactly when you should say the things. No, you because say. it because it the stuff that I would say has nothing to do with team that that person's like representing quote unquote so right yeah that's why um chili really quick uh your thoughts about number four yuma catholic versus number one ala gilbert north and number three valley christian versus number two snowflake hey i'm super excited i'm super excited for both of these games um i think that you know uh <laughs> I, I i'm wondering i am wondering if uh i i, I talked to richard i talked to richard stallworth while we were doing our post game show mm-hmm. and I kept telling him like, Hey, jump on the show, jump on the show. I sent him the link. Uh, he didn't jump on, obviously. Um, I was talking to Adam DeMonte too. I was like, Hey, jump on the show, jump on the show. And he was chatting back with me, but he was like, Oh man, I, 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 I can't, I can't get, I can't come on the show right now. I'm wondering if the coaches have put the muzzles on their players because Adam DeMonte dropped that bomb on the post game show because you never know what you're going to get on the post game show. Adam DeMonte dropped the bomb on on uh, Yuma Catholic. Hey, look, the best thing about the post game show is you know the kids get to be in their element, they get to enjoy it, and you know they get to learn some things. They get to have these conversations and uh, chop it up with us. So, look, man, hey, just let the just let the kids live a little bit. Let the kids live a little bit. If there's some bulletin board material. Hey. It's it's a part of the game. Are you guys uh, gonna Are you guys gonna make it out to that ALA Gilbert North Yuma Catholic for yes. um, yeah, the Saturday game? I wish I could go to that one. I'm covering More. NAU at the time. Obviously, it's their season is their season finale, but that's gonna be an yeah. awesome game. And Chili's buying food. For I I'll, I'll buy I'll <laughs> buy food for sure. I gotta see that game. That game is yes. gonna be 
man ridiculous are we gonna get are we gonna get like a 60 to 50 type game i hope probably i I hope it's a track meet man i i i know the last time they played it was not and it took them it took them like a minute to warm up and stuff but like that game might take three and a half hours four hours because it's all those touchdowns and it's also an nfhs game i'm fine with that you're gonna get commercial breaks no we won't because nfhs doesn't work half the time um we'll be fine We'll be fine. Hey, that that, one, Snow- that that Snowflake Valley Christian game, I think, should be kind of interesting too. Uh, I not, too. Not, not as much uh, chatter or anything like that, but you know, I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Looks like we're gonna have the whole team at uh, at, at Gilbert North. Oh, we won't have the whole team. We don't have uh, my guy Eric out there, but you know. Oh yeah. We have we have half of the. You've got the good part of the team. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, kind of. I mean, yeah, sure. I like I like Zach. Zach's cool too. Yeah. I'm all right, I guess. It's um, okay. All right, Julie. Uh, Two-piece preview, what you got coming up here in just a couple minutes. Um, Me and Gridiron are going to break down some of these uh, playoff brackets, kind of like everybody's doing, right? Uh, you know, yep. um, with our spin, uh, Gridiron's going to go inside the numbers, really uh, dive deep into uh, some of these teams. Uh, we're going to definitely do 6A, um, probably going to mess around, do some 5A, talk about the 5A too. Um, don't know that we're going to make it down to the 4A. That's a whole lot of games, and Gridiron got a bedtime now. Um, <laughs> But I am also going to have a special guest after me and Gridiron cover the first segment of games. I do have a special guest coming on the show that we. I'm excited for it. I'll be there. Hey, I appreciate it. It's not me. I was joking. It is not. But oh, but I'll watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'll watch. (laughs) I appreciate both of you guys. So yeah, so um, yeah, so there's that, and you know, I'm hey, we got a coaching carousel going on. Make sure you guys stop by the forums, check it out. Uh. Some yep. jobs are opening up, and, you know, it's going to get interesting. I think, you know, uh, we're going to hopefully see some fresh faces in new places and, uh, you know, a, a revamping of sorts, you know, for the for the coaching staffs around the state. I think, you know, it's going to be nice. I think it's going to be breath of fresh air, and, you know, yeah. I like it. I'm with you. And on that note, congratulations on, a, on a, one, a very good career, Kyle Ide at Westwood, and uh, good luck in retirement because um, one of the best. Just not not just coaches, but just people to talk to. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so so really cool that he's able to obviously go back to his alma mater, coach the team, uh, try to kind of rebuild that program, and then basically retire again as a as a warrior, which is really sweet. What, did he go to Westwood also? Yeah, he's an alum. Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Our- Westwood, Westwood, and Mountain Point are the two teams that I know for sure. I know there's more, but there's those are the two that are really. They brought back a lot of alumni to coach their their programs, which is really cool. I, I dig that. I, I, yeah. I like when uh, I like when uh, people have quote unquote skin in the game, like actually mm. having blood on those fields and yes. things like that. So yes. like sweat and all that stuff. So I got to plug a story coming out tonight, uh, seven p.m. Coconino won its first ever girls cross country championship D three. Um, hey. The coaching staff is a grandfather a daughter and her son. So it's three oh, generations, cool. all that wow. graduated from Coconino high school, uh, coached the cross country team this year. Wow. Um, so that's just talking cool. about that family atmosphere, really awesome. That's awesome. That is hey, awesome. Are, are you going to, you're going to Glendale Coconino? I'll be there for sure. Okay. And then you have to drive back up right away. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> I might, I might try to sneak a few hours of sleep in my car. Um, Why don't you just jump on the bus with them? That's a good question. I've got to do my writing. Right from the bus. Get a little flashlight. 
It's not that easy. You ever tried to write an article on a school bus? Well, I don't know. I heard that laptops are like backlit. So like, you know, when you're typing, like it's, it's, it's not about the light. It's about the I'm six foot one and oh, I have to put a laptop in between. Oh, I think you'll be all right. Okay. I think you're just making excuses. Honestly, you're right. I mean, I'm going to go. So, hey, I feel that. I feel all right. that. Hey, if you need to crash, uh, Zach's got you for sure. Yep. Chili, you have, yeah, Chili has like four extra bedrooms and like you three of them are master like 45 bedrooms. minute drive away from Glendale High School. Oh, no, Chili, halfway, Chili and I that, live in that like, time. I could be halfway back to Flagstaff if I'm just going to make I, that drive. I live, I live like two minutes away from Chili now. He does. He does. Yeah. yeah. So we're better friends because of it. All right. Yeah. All right, man. All right, Chili. Yeah. Leia we'll, misses, we'll, 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 misses you, by the way. So. Well, to, I'll, I'll, I'll come see her when we, uh, what is it, Saturday? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Come scoop me yeah. out. Appreciate yep. it. I got you. All right, Chili. We'll uh, we'll tune into you in just a couple minutes. Later. All right. Sweet. Chili joining us. Uh, always great to have him. Obviously. Um, really quick, Eric. Uh, you know, you brought up a really good point uh, about cross country. Coconino won. Um, Desert Vista's uh, sorry, Desert Vista boys won the Division One title. Um, Highland girls won the Division One title. I believe it was Castile who knocked off Flagstaff, right? The Castile girls mm-hmm. uh, knocked off Flagstaff in D2. Um, and then D2 boys was... Was Flagstaff. Flagstaff, that's right. They, re- they regained their championship. They fell just short yeah. last season. That was a big deal for them to get back in the yeah. so, in the win column there. So shout out to all the champions. Obviously, shout out to those uh, teams that made the playoffs. And more importantly, shout out to all the seniors regardless of if you're in the playoffs or not for finishing out your high school career, keep your heads up high. Um, Eric and I both went through that. Um, it's a very sad moment. It's one of those things where, you know, you miss it a ton. I miss it to this day, but I mean, I feel like I'm a better person after playing high school football. So, um, or high school sports in general. So, uh, congratulations to all the fall sports athletes for finishing their season football. Those that are in the playoffs are still going on. Um, with that said though, Eric, uh, very quickly, Want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, all.net. Uh, make sure to go to them for any of your insurance needs. There's the website right there. And for those listening on the podcast form, AALL.net. Um, Eric, really quickly, what was the best thing you ate in the last week? Best thing I ate in the last week? Um, you know what I had for the first time in a really long time was a gas station drumstick. <laughs> like, those things are so good. With the with the chocolate, like the ice cream is obviously the best part, but when you're finally down to the bottom of it and you've got just the cone and that little bit of chocolate at the bottom, <laughs> that's what I had. About you? Okay, I don't know what Jacob said. Pause to, but whatever. Um, don't I don't. I didn't. Don't care. I didn't call. Oh, oh well, he does want to take you out on a date. It looks like. Oops, hang on. He does want to take you out on a date before the game. So. Cool. Um, for me, it, it, so it's funny that you we mentioned drumsticks. So it's funny that you mentioned that your that the drumstick was your thing was your thing because like mine wasn't very extravagant either, but I had it for the first time probably in like two years, which might be hard to believe, but honey bunches of oats. That's the Such cereal, a, right? Yeah. It's a great cereal, man. I went to the store today. I bought some and just, just before we got on, I was finishing off a bowl. Hey man, look, that's a good cereal. And it was. I'm glad I got a box. <laughs> honey, not, uh, honey bunches of oats or honey nut Cheerios. Which do you prefer? 
that's tough because I had Honey Nut Cheerios before. You ate like, like, like two bowls of cereal? No, 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 like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Just double no. fisting bowls of cereal. No. no, 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 no. I had Honey Nut Cheerios, <laughs> and when I finished that box, I meant to go get more, and I saw Honey a bunch of votes, and I'm like, oh, let me just get that. Yeah, I love enough. both of them. Honey, uh, probably Honey Nut Cheerios. I still like the visual yeah. of you double fisting bowls of cereal. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jacob keeps saying pause. At this point, I think he's just doing it because he thinks I don't know. Whatever, we'll ignore him. We'll have to block him out of the comment section next time. Um, but yeah, no, nothing really extravagant. Although I do have barbacoa meal preps this week, which Ooh, is pretty good. Dig that. It's really good. Love a good um, barbacoa. But the the honey bunches of oats were just were it for me this week. So. Um, yeah. All right, Eric, we're going to wrap things up. Uh, as always, thank you to everyone who joined the live show, who's listening in podcast form. We appreciate, you know, the two of you, hopefully there's more than two of you. Um, but thank you to, uh, Jacob Saliga for obviously, you know, commenting Cody Cameron. He never came back, but that's okay. Um, Jacob, Jacob, we gave you, we give you a hard time, but we really appreciate you You do a phenomenal job when it comes to being an intern for, for the Arizona varsity. Um, Definitely you really have top yeah. two of all the interns we have <laughs> top two and he ain't number two. How about that? Um, just Fine. kidding. And, and I don't know, Andrew's awesome also. So, um, I don't know. It's a, it's very close between those two. Jacob did give me water at games though twice Ooh. now. So there's the edge. Um, but yeah, so we, we, a lot of exciting action on tap this week. Playoffs have finally begun um for football and it's it's gonna be so so much fun all at the same time it's bittersweet because that means it's coming to an end yeah uh, four more weeks of games and then we're done until you know you and i jump headfirst into basketball and wrestling and and soccer and everything else that we do yeah um so a lot of fun um again for those of you that are still in playoffs definitely enjoy it for those of you that are not in the playoffs obviously hold your heads high because you finished off a good season especially one coming off of covid we didn't really know what it was going to look like but it wasn't that bad actually so which is always a good thing um make sure to give us all a follow on twitter of course my at is at zach Elvira. pretty easy uh you have at enuman rights on twitter and that is eric at azhsfb and at arizona varsity once again thank you all for tuning in and we will talk to you all next week if you want to see a really, really embarrassing photo of me, go to NAUathletics.com and search the news for the men's basketball team. They had a big win last night. Um, and there is a, a picture of Keith Heyman shooting a jumper. Uh, and he went off for 21 points. It was a career high for him. But in the background, there's me. And I must have had a piece of gum or something at the time because I look like this. In the I back, see. just small in the background of the photo <laughs> i wonder hang on let me let me let me try to share my screen here really quick um let's i noticed see. that because i was looking at like round we do a, a local uh nau roundup each day in the paper and i was looking at scores and everything like that and i just noticed that there's eric sitting on the on his computer like chewing a piece of gum or whatever i was he doing at the time this, this is what eric looks like <laughs> Yeah, it's so strange. Oh, man. All right. We're out of so here. Go to nbaoathletics.com if you really are that interested. It wouldn't let me share my screen. Uh, but, yes, yeah. please please go and look at it. And, uh, man, it, it's worth it. Trust me. And it's very easy to find, too. Very easy to find. Uh, thank you all again for listening. We'll talk to you all next week.